Hello and welcome to Dennis in the Know. This is your backstage look at current trends, politics, and education all in the dental world. It's live and it's over a cocktail. And as always, I'm with my great friends, Dr. Chad Duplantis and Dr. Jennifer Bell. We're all practicing dentists, catapult educators, and we're all business owners. Our job is to bring all of you in the know. So how's it going, guys? Jeffy! How you doing, Chad? I got purple teeth today. I'm going red. I'm going a red blend tonight. What are you I doing? Got, I got I got some white teeth, and I'm going with a Sierra Nevada Pale Ale, and nice. uh, doing a little you know, doing a little quilt blend which, myself. Which tonight. is a fantastic wine for those of you that don't know anything about quilts. It is a fantastic wine. But how you doing this week, Jeffy? I am doing great. Um, I'm, I, I had a little bit of a rough week. I have to admit this, Chad. So I had a, a sinus infection, which, you know, you know, I feel like I'm starting to get old when you get things like sinus infections. And all my patients would always come in and say, I got a sinus infection. I got a sinus infection. In South Carolina, they just say, I got sinus. But when all these people have sinus infections and I had never felt anything like that in my life, I literally thought my head was going to explode last week, Chad. It was that bad. But here's the cool thing. Tonight, Lou Graham is going to be on and we're going to talk about some new possibilities for, for fixing people with chronic sinusitis, as well as a lot of, uh, a, a lot of dental uh, maladies that can be fixed with a special rinse. So uh, we've got that coming up tonight. How's your week been? Man, it's actually been, it's been pretty good. Uh, you know, I, I, I haven't, I didn't have a sinus infection. I'm going to, I'm going to first off say that although Jennifer and I had a blast last week, uh, you were, you were very missed. We did. We really missed you, man. It was a, uh, that's nice. It was a good that. show. You guys you were, you were here in spirit. We shared our little, uh, what I call our leprechaun image of you when you uh, when you when you bought the green jacket in Vegas. That's fun. And uh, it was and, 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 but but you were here in spirit. We missed you, and we're glad that you're back. But um, we got a lot to talk about tonight. We actually have a pretty full show. So uh, it's gonna. Should we get great. started? Um, so today we got an amazing program. Uh, we have, of course, Jennifer Bell within the news, and there's a lot of hot topics that uh, that need to be discussed right now. Um, but we have a good friend of ours, too, and he's one of the founding members of Catapult. Uh, Dr. Scott Parker's with us today, and he's going to be talking lasers. He's from uh, Diamond Dental Supply. So we're going to have a really good conversation about lasers. Um, and then we're going to have Papa Bear on, uh, Dr. Lou Graham. Uh, from the uh, from Catapult Education, the founder of Catapult Education is going to be with us, and uh, and we're going to talk about some great upcoming CE. So, uh, with that, I'll tip it back to you, Chad. You know, this next guy, um, I, I think he gets a bad rap because he's kind of our inveterate drinker in Catapult, um, but this guy knows his beer, so. Without further ado, our first guest is Dr. Gary Rads. Gary. Yeah. Cheers, I'm buddy. Gary. How are you? Cheers. That that is a nice uh, 
little bit ahead on that beer. What you drinking tonight, buddy? Uh, tonight I am drinking uh, camera, a local IPA made in Colorado, and it is called Hop Abomination. Now, what what's the name of the brewery? This is um, oh shit, it's an Aurora Avery Brewery. <laughs> It's okay. Avery. It's hard. It's I've been already. there. It's just I don't remember because I stay there so long, I forget my way home. Well, you know I what's really funny is that we were talking about, you said it's a local beer. Um, Avery, we can actually get here. One of my patients has been the longstanding local rep for the Avery Brewing Company. So you know, are they? If you can get these, these are good. Yeah, they're, they're, I've had some great ones. They actually have a great uh, a Mexican beer, like, uh, you know, kind of similar to uh, Corona. Yep. And I, I can't remember what it was called, but it was fantastic. And I was able to pick that up at the local liquor store here. There you go. There you go. Very so cool. the reason hey, Garrett, I, I got to give you props, though, first, I got to give you props. Chad, did you see this image? This is, you know, I, the dinks. The dinks out there have watched Gary three times now. And this is, I think, the first time they're actually really seeing his face. Well, I'm honored to say that, but I'm going to tell you that as a Texas Longhorn fan, both of you all are wearing maroon, and it really offends me that you're wearing maroon in the same evening. And I, I just refuse to wear that color, but I, I still love you Carolina, both. In South Carolina, we refer to this as garnet. Thank you. Gar okay, well, you're both wearing garnet. Whatever you're wearing, well, it ain't right in Texas, but I still right love you. Right now, garnet. there's – a hockey game, and the Avalanche are playing Dallas. I did this for you. I've got the game on pause, which is why I'm into my second beer, there because I'm leaving here to watch the game. But this – By the way, Gary's missing every other finger. That's how he counts. He's only yeah. up to two. So, <laughs> I did go to so, school in the South, Jeff. You know, we we always talk to Gary about beer and, and, you know, and maybe it's because we haven't had a clear connection, but finally we have a clear connection. And besides beer, um, Gary is a fantastic educator. So, Gary, tell us a little bit about your education and, and what you like to teach on. Um, my favorite thing to teach on is anything in the area of cosmetics. Uh, I've spent... Most of my career, uh, learning about it, practicing it, focusing on it, learning more about it. Um, and the most fun thing for me is to share what I've learned with other people because uh, I think the biggest impact, legacy is probably not the right word, but the biggest impact I can have on the profession is sharing what I've learned over time and helping Dennis get better at providing patients these things that really make them feel better about themselves. And hey, Chad, I got to say this too. I've, I've known Gary for a long time and he's probably one of the most modest guys in, in catapult. I mean, we all try to check our egos at the door, but, but Gary goes so far beyond that because I've been to his office. I've seen his work. Um, he has, uh, he has patients that have adorned the covers of, magazines um throughout denver i mean he's kind of a big deal 
you know, and I knew that because I knew Gary's name before I even joined Catapult. And when I joined Catapult, one of my close friends said, you need to meet Gary Ratz. And he says, do you know him? And I said, no, but I've seen him on the cover of a bunch of journals. So, yeah. So kudos to you, Gary. But, I, you know, Chad, it's not. You know what, though? To me, the most telling thing is not how many covers he's been on, which he's been on a lot. It's how many covers his patients have been on. That that's, is the sign of a cool, great dude. cosmetic dentist. Yeah, well, that's, they're, that's, they're looking to me. that's impressive too. But uh, I do have a question for Gary, and and I know that uh, I I know that we've got other guests waiting in the wings, but I think this is really important because it came up last night. So you guys know me. I'm kind of I, I'm all over social media as far as the uh, maybe you'd call me a troll. But I like to kind of see what's going on in social media. Well, one of our local dentists, Dr. Nikki Green, she's a fantastic dentist. She posted a question last night that was very, it's very appropriate for what we're talking about right now. But she's doing a lecture and she's talking about why dentists should incorporate cosmetic and aesthetic dentistry into their practices. So she, her question was, and Gary, I'm going to throw this out to you and then we can all chime in. But Gary, the question was, why do you think that so many dentists uh, refuse to, or I would use the word, are afraid to incorporate cosmetic and aesthetic dentistry into their practice? Most likely, it's fear of disappointing the patient. <clears throat> because, I mean, that, you know, you can do an implant on a posterior tooth and it can be the best or the shittiest ever done. They're never going to know. But when it's yeah. right there in front, I mean, the pressure's on. Um, I mean, I I still get nervous when I have to do composite bonding on a central incisor because I don't yeah. know I'm all the way done if I'm going to hit the mark or not. And then how picky is that patient going to be? Um, it's really challenging. It's really, really challenging. So I understand why dentists are afraid of it. Um but somebody's got to do it. And if you learn to do it and do it well, and don't be afraid to make a mistake. And I have redone many, many cases because I yeah. didn't, my expectations or the patient's expectations. Um, but in an effort to perfect my skill as well as develop my reputation locally, um, I've redone stuff that I'm not happy with or a patient's not happy with, but it's, you know, people shy away, dentists shy away from it because they're just afraid they're not going to meet that patient's expectation. That being said, well, before I start anything, I set the patient's expectations. And I try to under-promise and over-deliver every single time, but I get them ready. You know, this is the best, you know, I can do. You know, this is what you can expect when we get done. If that's not going to meet where you want to be, then maybe we should just never get started together. Um, but I found setting expectations early is another big thing that helps um, in case there is disappointment on my side or the patient's side um, that we've clearly communicated that before because we're trying to replace missing tooth structure that God created. And we're just not that good. Nobody is. Well, you know, I completely agree with you. And I think that you just set the tone for a Meet the Educator uh, episode on managing patients' expectations, because I think that's huge. And that was my my answer as well. So 
I would love to get you back and let's talk about managing patients' expectations. And time before you go, Gary, I want to throw something in here because you were also one of the founding members of Catapult, were you not? I was many, so, many years ago. Yeah. So what a what a cool episode we have here, Chad. We've got several of the founding members of, of Catapult Education. And Gary was actually one of the fe- first people that I got to know really well in Catapult, which, um, you know, I'm not sure if that's good or bad, <laughs> but but Gary and I had a great conversation. And I said, Gary, tell me a little bit about what, what Catapult is. And something that you said to me has always really um, stuck. And that is, is that when you said that when Catapult was founded, Catapult Education was founded, that every person that was invited in to be an educator, aside from having the skills to be a good educator and and from being a good speaker, they also had to be someone you would like to go out and have a beer with, or if you don't drink, whatever. But it's got to be somebody that you'd be willing to go out and hang out with. And, and, you know, that's always kind of stuck with me and you're definitely one of those people. So brother, it's been, it's been, uh, it's been a great ride with you and, uh, thanks for coming on tonight. No, my pleasure. You guys are doing a great job. Awesome. And, and Gary, thank you very much for the last time we met, uh, in, in Tahoe and we met at the airport and, uh, you had a six pack of beer ready for me. So I'll never forget that either. <laughs> Cheers, Gary. Cheers, brother. Good night, guys. Have a great show. Hi, Scott. We'll talk soon. I I think it may be time, Chad, for us to bring, um, you know, we've had three trolls on the screen. It might be time to bring someone on that people might actually want to look at. Jennifer Bell. Dr. Bell. What's up, boys? JB. It's good the to yin to face. our yang, Chad. Hmm? The yin to our yang. The yin to our yang. Absolutely. Welcome, Jennifer. It's good to have you. It's what are you sipping on? Both of you together. You know? I, <laughs> yeah. I've now had you both. Two weeks in a row. And That's we're finally. What she said. That oh, I, I'm ignoring you? it. This is an equal <laughs> opportunity place of, of yeah. Uh, yeah. We. That's it. We. We have we 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 have been out of touch for the past two weeks. So with with that being said, That's what this show is Chad, just relax, just roll with it. Yeah, I love you both. Um, so Jeff, keep going. What are we going to talk about tonight? <laughs> All right, right, let's bring let's bring on our next guy. So I actually had to figure out what title we put our next guest into because. I wanted him to be in the not a dentist, but I couldn't do that because he's a dentist. And then I was like, then I wanted to put him in the knockout product, or maybe he was a know your educator, but really this guy fits into every category. And um, he's a really special guy. And I know lasers are a topic that everybody at some point, you know, has to decide, do I want to get into lasers? And and most dentists are interested in it. They just don't know what laser's right for me, or you know, do I get into lasers? Is it just a hype? Or you know, I'm going to tell you that it isn't. 
But um, anyway, I'm going to bring our next guest on. And, and this is a guy who also happens to be one of the founding members of Catapult Education. He graduated from Loma Linda University. And, um, and ever since, he's been committed to improving oral health delivery. He's always focused on prevention, technology, uh, and efficiencies. Um, after 16 years of dental practice, though, this guy decided to take his clinical expertise and he transitioned to advisory and leadership roles uh, for dental technology companies, which landed him in his current role at, uh, at Diamond Dental Supply. Uh, he's a clinical director for them now, and he oversees a lot of the clinical training, the hands-on clinical training that goes on there right now. So I'm really proud to introduce uh, Dr. Scott Parker. He's a personal friend. Um, and, and also, as it was really an honor, Scott, as a fellow Catapult guy and friend, to have you at my office and train my team uh, in, in the use of the CO2 laser, the DECA laser. So um, welcome, buddy. It's great to see you. Good to hey, see you Jeff. And, and with that well, being said... <laughs> Scott, it's an honor to have you, man. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, my pleasure. It's great to see you guys. So, what a great group so, you've put together. Yeah. So, Scott, the first question that, that I need to ask you is, first of all, tell us a little bit about Diamond Dental Supply. And then tell us, because you guys are not just a laser company. You guys have other products as well. Um, I know some of your featured products are lasers. But why don't you give us kind of an overview of Diamond Dental, and um, and then we can kind of dive into the Deca laser, uh, the CO two laser, which which I would like to be part of the focus tonight. So I'm going to throw it at you. Yeah, thanks, thanks. I appreciate that. Um, so with Diamond Dental, we're a full service nationwide um, distribution company whose primary focus is on technology. So that means comb beam, lasers, piezo surgery. Uh, air abrasion. And uh, Jennifer, you were asking earlier about PBM, uh, which is basically cold lasers. Um, so really, that's kind of the hub of what we do. Um, we're not trying to be everything for everyone. We're trying to just pick the best in class. But our, our focus is really on the education component. And that's why it was so appealing to me to work with these guys, because um, we think that education is the foundation of any technology. And without it, um, you know, we're just a bunch of lost leaders. We don't know how to really implement these things into the system. So my job is to go around in and do in-office training. Um, Jeff, we went through that a couple weeks ago. And, um, and, you know, it's so nice to be able to have training in your office with your equipment and, uh, and to be able to answer those questions, not just hear it from the salesperson. And we had masks and, and <laughs> we were socially distanced, right? Co correct. Well, we had an amazing training. It, it was awesome. It was yeah. great. It was it, great. It, it was a great day. It, it was a great day. So why don't why don't you talk to us a little bit about um, some of the lasers that you offer through Diamond Dental Supply, and um, and then we can lead into to the Deca laser, the CO two laser. But I'd like for you first to kind of give an an overview of uh, of what you guys offer yeah so when it comes to lasers we're really only focused on uh two lasers right now and they're both co2 so so soft tissue lasers um primarily um in the surgical arena 
So we have two different CO2s that we offer. If you're doing surgery all day, um, we have a, a, a phenomenal laser for that. It's the most powerful CO2 laser on the dental market today, uh, by far. Uh, but for most GPs who are just doing uh, standard um, intraoral lesions, tongue ties, frenums, uh, gingival recontouring, we have um, a standard CO2 also. Um, and we don't offer um, the, the less expensive lasers like the diodes because by the time you factor in your consumable costs, they're basically the same cost. So why not uh, just go straight to a laser that really does what it needs to do? So this is, and, and this is a great point. So I think this is the perfect time to ask this question is, you know, for a lot of dentists, they don't really understand the difference between the different types of lasers that are out there. You know, there's, there's diodes, there's NDAG, there's erbium YAG, there's CO2. Um, it, it, all these things are, are out there and dentists don't really you know, that that's just not something that we're taught in dental school. So maybe you could go over what the primary difference is between the different categories of lasers. Um, and, and then we can take a deeper dive into the CO2. But I think they first need to understand the difference between the different types. Yeah, of course. Um, I agree with you 100%. Um, the more I teach, the more I realize people just don't know the difference in the lasers. Um, and that's especially true with the diodes. And the reason is, is um, we're sold diodes as kind of a, a stepping stone into the laser arena. Um, the problem and I is, would say is, skip that. I mean, don't get me wrong. I've had diodes, but now that I've owned a CO2, I would say skip the diode. But I, I'm sorry to interrupt. I'm no, no, um, <laughs> I, I agree with you. And I actually, in my practice, I own three different diodes. And I owned an ND YAG, um, and then I switched over to CO2, and I never looked back. I never touched the diodes again because I can do everything that I did with a diode, but a lot more efficiently. Now, I'm not saying that diode lasers are bad. Um, I use them routinely in my practice. Um, I'm just saying that uh, CO2s are much more efficient when it comes to that. So back to your original question of the four types, um, there's two that are primarily fiber-based lasers. That's our diode and our ND YAG. And then the other two are actually true lasers where they're actually delivering their laser energy through the air. And that's our erbium YAG and our CO2. The problem with the fiber-based lasers is that we have a consumable cost that we don't really factor in when we're buying that equipment. Uh, the disposable tips can end up costing about the same as a, a CO2 right off the bat. And the other problem is, is we're actually not using them as a laser we actually trap the energy of the laser in the glass tip by activating it, which is kind of an ironic thing to call it because it's deactivating the laser. Um, but that heat generates in that tip, and then we're using that hot glass tip to melt through tissue. So not quite the same principle as a true um, uh, laser like a CO2, where we're actually using the laser energy to cut the tissue. And then it comes down to what they're looking for also. We call it a chromophore. And our chromophore with diodes and YAGs are um, melanotic or pigmented tissue. And our chromophore with erbiums and CO2 are water. And as we know, there's a lot of water in oral tissue. Yeah. So, so I, I think it's important, you know, that, that the dentists understand that are out here, and not just the dentists, all of our viewers, um, is that so essentially there are soft tissue lasers 
there are hard tissue lasers. And in the soft tissue arena, you're talking about your um, NDAG, you're talking about your, excuse, uh, you're talking about your diode and you're talking about CO2. And both diode and NDAG are fiber tips that, again, as you said, that there's a consumable cost there. And I find them both harder to deal with. So from a soft tissue perspective, I think CO2 really uh, wins the, the, the best value as well as the best efficiency. That's my personal opinion, but I'm curious as to yours. Um, I think that's accurate. Now, the the one little caveat is if you really know how to use a diode, like, um, for instance, our buddy Ron Kaminer, uh, one of the most talented uh, laser dentists I know. Agreed. Um, and in the right hands, um, you can do a lot of great work with a diode. However, um, I've found that the CO2 is much more forgiving and it's also much more efficient. Uh, Ron actually has a deck of CO2 in his office, and it'd be interesting for us to sit down and talk about the difference that he's seen um, between the diode and the, and the DECA CO2. Um, and, and so when it comes down to the efficiency of the product, you know, just simply based on physics, you can't really argue that a diode is going to be more efficient than a CO2. It's just not the way physics works. Yeah. So it, it really just comes down to physics. So, and, and on the other side of the spectrum, there are hard tissue lasers, which are a separate category. You know, that's where you get into your erbium YAG, your erbium YSGG and, and, and that category. Um, but really there are very few dentists that are going to use this for bony surgery right off the bat as a, as a first laser. So to me, if I had to pick a first laser, I'd probably go with a CO2, even though the diode seems much cheaper to start with. I mean, yeah. am I on the right track here? No, you're, you're spot on. Um, and, and there's a couple other things to think about. So when we um, do a procedure, it doesn't matter which tool we use. If I do a filling, um, I can do that with a drill. I can do that with air abrasion. I can do that with a laser. At the end of the day, I can only build it as a filling. I can't say that because I use the laser to do this filling, I should be able to charge more. Um, it's just a, it's a procedure. So our, our fees are based on a procedure and the tool that we use is really irrelevant. Um, the difference between say a hard tissue laser and a soft tissue laser, like a CO2 is when I use my CO2, I actually have access to a lot of procedures that I couldn't offer before. So those are my biopsies, my frenums, my, um, uh, leukoplakia, all these different things that we can do, including surgical procedures. And that's where it gets really difficult to ca calculate an ROI because we're not only offering more procedures, but we're also improving our efficiency and, um, and also the marketing component that comes along with those types of things. Yeah. And Chad, it looked like you had a question. I do, Scott. So um, I, I just want to entertain this before we get too deep. I appreciate everything that you're saying, and it, it certainly makes a lot of sense. Um, but we do have a question from the audience. Uh, and it says, you know, would you explain to us kind of how you compare to the Solea? I know that at least I do. I get a ton of messages on the Solea 
And, and this question came up from the group. So I think it is a pertinent question and, and, and perhaps uh, you can speak to your laser versus the Solea. Sure, you bet. Um, and just to make sure everybody understands, Solea is a CO2 laser. Um, Correct. It's, it's a um, it's a little bit different wavelength. So a standard CO two wavelength is going to be ten thousand six hundred nanometers. Uh, I was thinking wavelength. a little less than that, but yeah, we're good. Two twenty, two twenty one, whatever it takes. Yeah, whatever there, it takes. There's yeah. always one. There's always one in the crowd. Yeah. Um, well, it's all these days. <laughs> yeah. There's a tremendous amount of filth on this camera. <laughs> filth uh, and muck. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, so the Soleil is a little bit different wavelength. So it's actually um, able to target hard tissue in addition to soft tissue. The 10,600 is a little more efficient in soft tissue. Um, the 9,600 will actually cut soft tissue as well, just not quite as efficient. The difference primarily is in the price. So if we go with Soleil, you're talking about 100,000 plus for your laser. And how many years do you have to do dentistry? Yeah, it's uh, I've seen him 120 plus, but um, that's a tough ROI. That's a tough ROI. If you can spend thirty four thousand dollars on a CO2, that's still a powerhouse. I mean, that's a huge uh, savings. And once I incorporated that into into dental hygiene, which is another topic which we can talk about, um, I was able to pay off my laser in about eight months. Um, and so that's a good ROI. In fact, it's probably even faster than that. But I'm old, so I forget stuff. So, so I, I'll throw this out there, and I'll be debate. But I, I had a hard tissue laser, and I'll tell you that kudos to anybody who says they can cut a crown prep, uh, <laughs> even a class one with a hard tissue laser, because I just found so many of the claims. And granted, we're going back several years, but I found so many of the claims to be. Just they just didn't work in my practice. What do they work for others? I'm sure they do, but I found it to be very cumbersome. So I want something that cuts soft tissue effectively. And you know, I mean, I, I may even want to incorporate a little hit laser hair removal. Do you have an attachment for that? <laughs> uh, yeah, different wavelength, different wavelength. So, yeah, 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 let me let me add to to what you've just said because I'm actually on my third hard tissue laser at this point. And I will say this, I still do not cut teeth with my hard tissue laser. Yeah. I yeah. have just always gone back to the handpiece with regards to efficiency, with regards to the claims about you don't have to use anesthesia. In my hands, that has not held true. Where I have used soft, uh, excuse me, hard tissue lasers, For me, I do a lot of bony clinical crown lengthening, and that is, to me, the the proper use for a hard tissue laser. And unless you're doing a good bit of of bony procedures, and I'm not saying tooth procedures, bony procedures, then you're really better off to move more towards a soft tissue laser, which just has a lot more applicability. one of the things we need to address back um, to, to talk about hard tissue lasers is um, is the physics of it. You know, if we're looking for a laser that's looking for water, for example, an erbium YAG, um, it's specifically looking for the hydroxyl radical in enamel. 
And if we put fluoride on a tooth, we're changing hydroxyapatite into fluoroapatite. So we don't have that hydroxyl radical, which is why they don't cut enamel very well. They can if it's not a fluoridated case, but they're just not that fast. I can do it just as fast with an air abrasion unit and save myself, you know, $50,000 just with air abrasion. And, And that's one of the things we sell is air abrasion because there's a there's a place for it. And it's actually probably more efficient. The other problem is all my friends that say they do uh, frenums with their erbium uh, laser. Why? Coagulate. Why? So, so Scott, I'm just going to throw this out there once again. You said you you sell a laser, the CO2 laser, air abrasion unit. I'm a huge proponent of both lasers and air abrasion in the practice. I love my air abrasion unit. Okay, so you threw 34000 out there for the laser. Now let's throw out air abrasion. Your best air abrasion unit that you have, what does it cost? We're probably looking in the five dollars to $6,000 range, and it depends so on- forty grand for something that combined and is not as effective costs hundred. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Well, and I would also ask on your CO2 laser, I've used a CO2 laser, and I found it extremely- cumbersome, really difficult to handle. It was non-ergonomic. I felt like when I used it, I was not going to be able to practice dentistry for very long because it was exhausting. So can you speak at all to your unit from an ergonomic standpoint, handability? Is it more like a handpiece or... Yeah, yeah. So so the standard in, um, in CO2 lasers has always been an articulating arm. Recently, there's some companies that have come up with a waveguide, a hollow waveguide. The challenge with the hollow waveguide is it deteriorates pretty quickly. So again, we're back to consumable expenses. Um, Jennifer, with your laser, I suspect what happened is the articulating arm wasn't adjusted properly. Because if you feel like you're pulling on it, it's not adjusted. It should feel weightless in your hand. And that's one of the things that we do when I go into train is to make sure that... um, uh, that the adjustments are perfect. And Jeff, I don't know if you've experienced that when you were using it, it should feel pretty much weightless in your hand. It is. And it is delivered. And, and it did. It took an adjustment of that articulating arm, but once that was done, it was, um, it, it's awesome. I, you know, I, I texted you the other day, you know, I, I removed a papilloma probably a little further back than I should have as a dentist. <laughs> Um, but the patient was absolutely amazed. It was five seconds, no bleeding, um, you know, off to the pathologist, just with the caveat that you tell them that it was removed with a CO2 laser, much cleaner than a diode. And I mean, just kudos, kudos for this product. You know, you mentioned something, Jeff, that's actually really important. Um, I've taken off um, biopsies and fibromas and things like that with my um, diode laser. And when we send those in for a path report, they usually come back and the pathologist says, I don't know what I'm looking at because the whole thing's obliterated. Right. With a CO2, because it's definitely penetration. Yeah, Yeah. it's about 100 microns versus three or four with a uh, a diode. I I think that's huge. That's huge because you're right. Pathologists... I mean, you have to be very descriptive as to what it was so they could take away all the burn marks and maybe get a segment of your Yeah, maybe they have a sample there. And, and take a look and be like, yeah, so this is uh, 
dysplastic tissue that's been burned to smithereens. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and, and here's what I would do tonight too, um, Jeff, in response to your comment, and, and Chad, you mentioned this too, with um, air abrasion. If anybody buys a laser through dinks, we would throw in an air abrasion system as part of that package. Deal. I think we, I think I just heard a dinky deal. <laughs> Was yeah. that a dinky deal? That, hey, and I'll tell you what, man, that's a pretty respectable dinky deal. Thank so you. thank you very yeah. much. Well, we respect really appreciate what you guys that. are doing for the industry. It's really been amazing. Well, Good it's going to continue and we would love to have you back uh, because I, I think I, I think our next topic should be lasers and hygiene because I think that's that's such it's such a hot topic, topic. And, and, and especially right now our next guest you know one of the other the the founder of catapult education has a lot to say about hygiene so I think we might be able to somehow work this out Chad let's do it let's do it <laughs> round two round three round right. two. Four. Scott, hey, man, great hey, to see you, buddy. Cheers. Great to see you guys all. Thanks for all you do, and uh, here's to you. Okay. We'll be in touch soon, Scotty. Cheers. Look forward to it. Thanks, buddy. Bye. Really so, great segment. 10,600 watts, lengths of a field. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> introduce <laughs> our next gift, would you, Chad? Yeah, yeah. So you want me to introduce him? Yeah. Uh, I'd be honored to introduce him our next guest papa bear is 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 a great friend the founder of catapult one of my mentors our hero dr lou graham what's up brother you know it was great seeing scotty p that's all i can tell you it was just great and and i'll tell you i think I, i think i was trained on deca by a guy named Monfred Witchire, probably in the early 90s. And I'm going to go with all of you. I mean, I love my Gemini from Ultranet, but, you know, there's nothing like an amazing CO2 laser. That's all I can say. And we should do lasers and hygiene. I just interviewed a, a hygienist today, and there's no way she cannot work with me unless she's certified in, as a laser hygienist. No way. That's yeah. all I can say. Yeah. No, and I think Lou Graham, you're doing a, you're doing a, a, you're putting together a lot of great education right now for for the hygiene world out there. So, yeah. to all our hygienists listening, I would love for you to stay tuned. But um, but what I'll say is is this is that Lou, aside from uh, being the founder of Catapult Education, uh, he also does a program called The New Norm. If you haven't caught this, I would suggest you go on a Midway Education site and watch The New Norm because Lou brings a lot of these topics to light. And um, listen, he's he's the guy who who really taught Chad and I how to do what we're doing right now. So, yes. um, buddy, it's great to see you. Yeah. Always, always, brothers. What are you, always. What are you always. drinking, by the way? So I was thinking of you with a quilt, Jeff. Nice. Oh, that's a great wine. But openly, I was thinking of Gary because um, I got to tell you. Ebel's Weiss beer is really big in the Midwest. Gary just doesn't drink this crap, but I love it. <laughs> and, uh, you know, Ron and I like petite Syrahs. So I, I'm just having fun tonight, figuring out <laughs> hanging out with the three of you. 
Oh, I, well, you know, that... for some reason, I thought there was some petite Syrah on the quilt, but no, it's a petite Verdot. Just say oh, it. Just okay. Say it. <laughs> I know, I know, Dan. Yeah. So is it red one, or is it white? Favor, tell us a little bit I don't about know, it's just what. <laughs> yeah. No, it's here's what I want to hear from you because I had a sinus infection from hell last week. And yeah. everyone that has listened to me knows that I'm always talking about the orosystemic connection, about biofilms, about how we improve overall health through oral health. And, and Lou Graham is one of my mentors in this area because he has always been looking for new products that not only build oral health, but can yeah. improve systemic health as well. So I want to do a separate episode about this product, but tell me a little bit about rinses and, and about what you've been doing lately with an iodine lamp. So when, when COVID hit, the question was, how do we really disinfect the mouth? I mean, our biggest concern is is obviously aerosol. And I think like Ron and I, we've gone through this. I think aerosol in our world can be absolutely minimized and with everything we're doing. We've covered that on your show, our shows. So the best pre-rinse on the market that I had found is a molecular iodine product. And nobody knew about it. My buddy Tony Tomorrow turned me on to it. I actually visited the company in Boca Raton and it's called IO Rinse. And all I can tell you is, is this. It's a molecular iodine product. So it is the key component in betadine. And if everybody in medicine disinfects before they cut you open with betadine, why on earth would we would not be using, why would we not be using a molecular iodine, which is the key component? And I can only tell you before I go to work, uh, I use the nasal mist in my nose. Talk to me about this, Lou. Talk to me because I bought a Navage finally at the end of the week last week. I yep. broke down. And I'm like, I got to do something else. And I yep. bought a Navage. And, and and Navage has no interest in anything that we're doing. And I don't have interest in Navage. And it's helped. But I don't think it really gets to the to the biofilm issue that's at the heart of the sinusitis. Right. So, I mean, Jeff, when you think about COVID, there's two places it's going to exist. Initially, the nasopharynx and the oropharynx, period. So if we pre-treat our patients in the nasopharynx and the oropharynx, we're going to minimize cross-infection tremendously. And so that's why I literally pre-medicate myself every day and every night because I know we're most exposed. I just send them all to my kids in college. Uh, I just think this is the way to go. And I think the product is from IOTech International. And I would just tell you, Catapult's doing a review on it right now. And I think it walks the walk. There's a hand cleanser. There's. I just think molecular iodine, even with perio, it's huge. It's just huge. So do we need to go into a bathroom stall when we when we sniff this? Is this something we can do in public? No, I, openly. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, seriously, 
it, it, it's, it looks like an inhaler. You're just going to okay. go boom, 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 and you're done. The problem with it right now from the company, it's about a $5. You get, I don't know, 30, 100 uses out of it. Who knows? I'm trying to get the company to make it single use so we can do it for our patients as a pre-rinse and a naso, nasopharynx, you know, but that's what they've got to work on. I've already turned two ENTs onto it. Uh, it's just a great product. That's all I can tell you. Yeah, well, research proven. Yeah. yeah, I can't wait. I cannot wait to start using it in our practice. I know we're going to be evaluating it. So, yeah. and yeah. and and I look forward to your your feedback on it as well. Great. Tell me a little bit about education. About about where we're going. Yes. You're you're so, proper bear for catapult education. I'd like to know. I'd like to know where we're going, El Capitano. I think I think honestly where we're going is I look at Jennifer. I, I look at Jennifer and I look at wait, my, Aaron is right there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that now will get you nowhere. So I'm just gonna go, you know, Jennifer, I look at you as pure respect. And uh, as a great colleague, an amazing addition to this show. But openly, you represent to me the generation of who are we going to be educating and guiding. And I see live education really taking a big hit in 21. And maybe in 22, it'll be back. But I see blended learning, Jeff, as a huge thing. Um I didn't even know Chad was even there anymore. Um, I think I think we have to be thinking, how do we make online learning amazing? So I think openly, if I was taking an educational course, how do we do hands-on online courses where we can do them out of our own homes and really better ourselves? That's where I think everything's going. I mean, openly, I just, I'm exhausted at the end of the day. And the last thing I want to do is, is literally think about live education on Fridays versus just think about Friday being your home day and you could be doing education hands-on and taking curriculum. So if you want to learn sleep from Chad or, you know, sleep from Jeff, that was a slur. That was a slur. But you want to, you may again, want to sleep with Chad. You want to learn sleep from Jeff. <laughs> and I, I'm not going to win here. So <laughs> I'm not going to win here. But I would just think, Jeff, curriculum learning, where you would take 10 modules. That's what I'm, I'm looking to do with Amber and Nicole for hygiene. I think if you came out with sleep, we have Susan doing and, and Joyce doing cosmetics. I mean, look at what Chad and I are going to do with Susan. Just in a few days, in, 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 in a few weeks, we're going to talk about digital scanning. Wait, most, tell me yeah. about that. I wanted to ask you about that specifically. So tell us, because I think one of the things that we need to be doing on this show, yeah. because we, we do, we have so many great catapult educators. I think we really need to be focusing on some of these programs that are going yeah. on. Uh, yeah. And, and let people know about them. So, so plug it. So Chad, Susan, and I are, are taking iTero and digital scanning 
to a different level. And that doesn't mean if you've got another digital scanner like Trios, which is amazing, or you've got Medit, or you've got other great technologies. I think the whole thing is if I'm going to invest 20, 30, 40, or 50,000 bucks, what are you going to do with it? And it's got to be more than taking an impression. So Susan, in that, in our, we're going to all present for 30 minutes each on Catapult. Uh, it's, I think, on a Friday in two weeks. Susan's going to talk about digital smile design. Chad's going to talk about in-office, what can we do in-office milling and really cool stuff like that. And I'm going to talk about case acceptance. I scan every patient. And I think scanning initial exams is really all about closure. And then I saw, then I'll show also how do we plan implants? How do we restoratively drive implant-driven dentistry? And I think we're all coming from approaches with digital that it's far more than just taking an impression. That's what I think the course will all be about. Don't you agree, Chad? I think it's going to be fantastic. It's going to be a lot of fun, uh, you know, and, and you're right. I, I, I think that's, that's part of the future of dentistry. Oh, virtually too. I, but I think no matter what, you know, it's like Scotty P talking about CO2s, which I love mine. I love that. I got everyone to call him Scotty P. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. And, and I will say this, you don't want to invest in a technology for one use. Nobody no. does. Otherwise, exactly. it's a total dog. I mean, don't misunderstand me. There's so many great technologies out there, but if you're picking it up 10 times a day, I, I mean, like a comb beam. If you think a comb beam is for implants, my God, you're archaic at this point. The same with digital scanning. I mean, we're Catapult's going to be doing 3D printing reviews. How do we take 3D printing into our practices and what are we doing I just think it's all about multi-use in our practices today. Uh, well, it's well, the most multifunctional piece of technology in dentistry. I, I totally believe that. I do too. God, we got so much to talk about. Um, and I'm getting kicked off. I know I'm getting kicked off. It's no, okay, it's, it's 9.29. We all got things to do. I There's another bottle of Quilt in the, in the wine cellar. Come on. Um, Lou, I want to say thank you. Thank you for being a friend, a mentor. Thank you and for inviting us into your catapult world. Um, appreciate your time coming on. Thanks Love for not getting on that plane tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Love you. This is what Love it's you, all brother. about. Yeah. <laughs> Love you guys. Yeah. Love you. See you Close soon. Love you, Louie. Love you. So uh, great show as always. Awesome. Uh, we it it you know. I think if nobody was watching this, I'd have fun with you two. You know? We always would. Hey, real quick. We got two dinky deals coming this week. Uh, the first one I already uh, let the cat out of the bag is, uh, is, is from Deca Lasers. That's coming back. But all of you, we have something great that we're starting, and it's going to be the Dentist in the Know uh, Schedule Widget Find a Dentist Tool. We are going to grow by numbers. And so everybody, tomorrow there's going to be a great tool. I'm going to throw it out there regarding Schedule Widget. It is free to add to your website. It is extremely important that we add it to your website. Because if we look at the way that people are referred to the dentist, it is completely in reverse. What we want to do, to do is we want the manufacturers, the suppliers, 
Anybody that's involved in providing us with products in our practice that we pay for, we want them to push patients to us. And in turn, we will grow a dentist in the known network that will be amazing, that will be huge, that will bring us all together so that when a patient goes to look for a dentist, they will be able to find one very easily in their community. Schedule widget. Sign up for the premium. You get six months for free. You can cancel it after six months if you don't want to pay for it because it's not that expensive after six months. But I promise you, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, I got three new patients. I'm getting several new patients a week. Jeff, are you getting several new patients a week? I mean, all the time. I I mean, tons. This has been amazing. On my website and in 45 minutes, I had a hit. It is, it is great. It is geared towards millennials. It is everything that we want. It is huge. And I will tell you that I'm not only getting new patients, I'm getting great new patients from this. I am actually deleting the contact us form from our website and going entirely through schedule widget because my staff loves it. So I would highly encourage you all to sign up for it. Once again, it is free. If you sign up for the premium or the plus, it is free for six months. You will not be disappointed. And there are very many additive features that are coming down the road. So look for that in the dinky deals tomorrow. Sign up for it. Let's get our community together. Dennis to the Know is growing. We're developing a website. We're going to build a community and we're going to better dentistry. So join us. We want you to be with us. We have so much to post tomorrow. So many links, so much activity. It's going to be a busy Thursday. Yes, it is, ma'am. All right. We kept everybody a few minutes late, but guys, great show. Love you guys. See you next week. You as well. Good night, everybody. Bye. Peace out.